Welcome to episode 147 of the TruthQuest podcast, the truth about the trial of Officer Derek Chauvin. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and topics such as Officer Derek Chauvin, the gun show loophole, illegal immigration, the Great Depression, or Antifa comes up, please share the topic-specific TruthQuest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, BitChute, Brighteon, ThinkSpot, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight clip of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. A year ago when I first saw the footage of Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin kneeling and restraining George Floyd, I was floored. Chauvin looked so defiant. I think I even described him as looking devilish on my Facebook page. But unlike so many of my and your friends and family and fellow countrymen, I have a reflexive or natural aversion to conventional wisdom or mainstream viewpoints or groupthink or dogma, whatever you want to call it. As regular listeners know, that is one of the reasons I started this podcast. So I continue to listen to the facts of the case of the death of George Floyd, and I quickly realized that the conventional wisdom was essentially 100% wrong. In my book, facts override feelings, especially when you're talking about someone's life, or in this case, the lives of two people. Most of what I've learned is contained in episode 107, The Truth About the Death of George Floyd. I encourage you to listen to it and let me know what facts contained within that you dispute. What I thought I would do in this short episode is pose a series of questions to you related to the death of George Floyd and the subsequent trial of Officer Chauvin, just to get your critical thinking muscles working. I know, I know, for many of our friends, family, and countrymen, they have no interest in thinking critically. They only want to tell you how they feel. They are biased confirmation seekers. If what they are hearing, seeing, or reading does not reinforce their point of view, they plug their ears, close their eyes, and or turn it off. I encourage you to send this episode to any of your family members who fit that description. So, let's get started. Have you read the Minnesota Statute on Second Degree Murder? Did it apply to this case? Have you read the Minnesota Statute on Third-Degree Murder? Does it apply to this case? Have you read the Minnesota Statute on Second-Degree Manslaughter? Does it apply to this case? Have you ever read the Minneapolis Police Department's training manual as it stood prior to the death of George Floyd? In particular, did you ever read Section 5-311, Use of Neck Restraints and Chokeholds? Have you ever read the definition of the unconscious neck restraint? Have you ever read the procedures slash regulations prescribed for the unconscious neck restraint? Do you know how many times the unconscious neck restraint maneuver was performed in Minneapolis since 2014? Do you know how many times Officer Chauvin performed the maneuver known as the unconscious neck restraint prior to his encounter with Floyd? Do you know how many suspects died from the use of the maneuver known as the unconscious neck restraint? 
Do you know how many suspects had damaged tracheas following the use of the maneuver known as the unconscious neck restraint? Who is ultimately responsible for the Minneapolis Police Department, including the training of its officers? Did you read George Floyd's autopsy report? What was the cause of death? Have you read the transcripts of the body cam footage from several of the officers involved in the Floyd arrest that were released as part of a lawsuit claiming wrongful termination by some of those officers? Do you support jury tampering? Do you condone or condemn jury intimidation tactics similar to those employed by the KKK in the early 20th century? Are you aware of what Congresswoman Maxine the Contemptible Waters did on the eve of the jury deliberation? What do you think about the fact that not a single Democrat member of Congress condemned Maxine? Did you know that a Republican attempt to censor her was squashed by the Democrat majority? What do you think about the fact that Nancy Pelosi denied that Maxine should even apologize for her comments? Did you condemn the vandalism and threats levied against one of the witnesses who testified for Chauvin's defense? A pig's head on the driveway of his prior residence and blood smeared on his property. Would you prefer having our country run by mob rule or the rule of law? What do you think about BLM activists threatening to burn cities to the ground if Chauvin was not found guilty of murder? Are you familiar with the concept of beyond a reasonable doubt? What do you think about the judge's ruling not to grant the defense motion for a venue change to move the trial out of Minneapolis? What do you think about the judge's ruling not to grant the defense motion that the jury be sequestered during the trial? What do you think about the judge's decision not to grant George Floyd's, quote, friend slash drug dealer immunity in return for his testimony about what went down in the hours leading to Floyd's run-in with the police? Do you think it's appropriate for the judge to allow a slew of prosecution witnesses to testify about their feelings about witnessing the altercation between Floyd and the police? Are you familiar with the term excited delirium? Do you know what hooping is? Are you familiar with the drug fentanyl? Do you know how much fentanyl was in Floyd's system the day he died? Do you know what the drug fentanyl does to the body, in particular what it does to lung capacity? Do you know whose idea it was to put George Floyd on the ground? Do you know how many times Floyd said, I can't breathe? Do you know when Floyd first said, I can't breathe? During the nine minutes that Floyd was restrained on the ground, how much time was Chauvin's knee actually on Floyd's shoulder? Are you aware that George Floyd had recently recovered from coronavirus? How many people do you think are killed by police on average in America in a given year? What is the racial breakdown of those killed by police in America in a given year? How many people are killed by police who are unarmed at the time of death? How many people are killed by police while unarmed and not fleeing? Do you think it's likely that a man, a police officer, intent on killing someone would do it with a dozen or more cell phone cameras and police body cameras trained on him? Are you of the opinion that if you repeat a phrase long enough it becomes truth? Do you think Officer Chauvin is a racist? If so, what evidence was presented at trial to prove it? Do you think America is systemically racist? If so, what evidence can you provide to demonstrate it? Two more questions. 
How much time over the last year have you spent on social media either opining about, bemoaning about, or decrying the shitty living conditions and outrageous murder rates in predominantly black cities run for decades by the Democratic Party? You know, cities like Baltimore, Oakland, Chicago, Detroit, and D.C. Do you feel better when you go along with the crowd and make social media posts that you know will be well-received by the largely ignorant mob? For me, in the TruthQuest podcast, the goal is not to make people like me by espousing conventional wisdom, especially when it's based on ignorance and lack of understanding of facts, figures, and truth. Life's too short to try to stick a finger up in the air and see what way the wind's blowing, to try to figure out where the popular opinion wind is blowing. Screw that. I want to know what the truth is. That's what we try to do here. If you want a virtue signal, pander, and be agreeable on social media, so be it. You be you. As tragic as the death of George Floyd was, the tragedy that resulted in the railroading of Officer Chauvin by corrupt, virtue-signaling politicians, from Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison to the DA of Minneapolis to the Minneapolis police chief who threw Chauvin under the bus during his testimony to the Minneapolis mayor and city council which oversaw the police department to every talking head, columnist, activist, BLM or otherwise, to President Biden, Maxine Waters, AOC, and every other lunatic national Democrat who threw in their two cents. The tragedy of railroading of Officer Chauvin is just another nail in a long line of nails in the coffin of the American experiment that the left in this country is all too willing to destroy. And that is the truth about the trial of Derek Chauvin. Please join the conversation on Facebook, until they kick me off for an expressing an undesirable opinion at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Podcast.